Hey friend, you're listening to the Coaching with Breathy podcast. My name is Breathy Serene and I'm a business strategist and success coach for online business owners just like you. And what I help them do is master their mindset and simplify their strategy so they can make more money and scale their business and do it in a way that feels good to them. My core philosophy as a business coach is that it's your business and you get to scale it your way. I believe that there's more than one right way of doing business. And on this podcast, I'm going to help you find the best one for you. Every week, I'll share tips, tools, and insights that'll help you build the business and life of your freaking dreams. I can't wait to chat with you in today's episode. So let's go ahead and dive in. Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday evening. I hope you're having an amazing Thursday. I hope your day was good or if you're in another time zone and you're still during um, the day on Thursday, I hope it was great. Um, It's going well. I usually go live in the mornings, but I did not feel like doing that today. So I am here going live in the evening for you. And I'm really excited about today's live because I wanted to start a new series on the podcast. I don't know how many I'm going to do, um, but I'll do about one a week for a couple weeks. Uh, and it's going to be the scaling scenario series. So every week when I do this particular series, I'm going to give you either a case study of a a previous client that I've worked with and exactly what helped them get the specific results that they got. Or I will share a fictional scaling scenario with you where I talk about somebody as if, if they were, if they were at this place in their business and if they wanted to do this, here's one of the ways that they could scale. And I wanted to do it this way because I kind of wanted to give you a mix of like real life scenarios that I've experienced with my clients, but also I wanted to expand that into possibilities for you. And I wanted you to see all of the different ways that you can grow your business and scale your business into six figures and beyond. And I really wanted it to be um, a series that helps you get a little bit creative when you're looking at your growth in your business. So that is what this series is about. We're going to talk about your scaling scenario and we're doing the first one today. But before we do that, I want to remind you that I am teaching a live totally free masterclass next Wednesday, April 6th, and it's called the five habits keeping you from hitting six figures in your online business. And it's pretty self-explanatory in this free masterclass where we are going to talk all about these five habits or behaviors that I see clients getting kind of stuck in when they are making some money in their business, they're making about two to 5k a month in their business, but it's still not as consistent as they'd like. And they want to scale up to eight to 10k months, six figure years and beyond in their business, right? Um, But they're kind of stuck in this habit loop of doing these five behaviors that I see a lot of people doing. And when you can kind of become aware of these behaviors and then shift them and course correct them yourself, you're going to be able to scale a little bit further and a little bit faster and it's just going to be a better process. So we're going to talk about that in that free masterclass. So go ahead and sign up for that. I am going to drop the link to it in the comments right now. And you can also go to www.breathyserene.co slash class and sign up for that free masterclass. So go ahead and do that. I would love to see you there. And let's talk about the scaling scenario for today, right? I'm so excited about this scaling scenario number one. So today I wanted to take you behind the scenes 
of one of my past clients. She was actually one of the first clients that I worked with many years ago, um, but her, I love her story and I love this result that we're gonna talk about today because it was such a good testament of how scaling and growing your business does not need to be complicated, especially when you're still growing to the six-figure mark. I think people have this mystical thing mystical idea that growing your business to six figures a year in annual revenue is insanely complicated and you have to launch all the time and you have to sell a bunch of things and that is just absolutely not the case and that is what um i helped this particular client do so today's scaling scenario we're going to talk about s now for the sake of this series i'm going to um make all of my private client names uh, private. I'm gonna make all my client names private. I want to respect their privacy, um, especially because a lot of these clients I worked with in the past, and some of them I'm still in contact with, and some of them I'm not in contact with anymore. So I don't want to, um, you know, go ahead and give everybody's like name, their full name, and and their website and all that kind of stuff, um, because I want to respect their privacy in case they don't really want to be um, a featured person. On this thing right so we're gonna talk vaguely kind of about all of my clients whenever I share a, a actual scenario with you and like I said before every scaling scenario I will tell you if this is an actual client that I've worked with in the past that an actual result that has happened or if it is a scenario and a totally fictional future something that you could do right so today we're talking about s S was a web designer that I worked with a couple years ago. And when she first started working with me, she was making about 2K a month in her business reasonably consistently. And I say reasonably consistently because she'd have a couple months of consistently making two to 3K a month. And then she'd have a month where she made $0. And then maybe she'd make 2K again for a couple months and then back to $0. Or she'd have like 2K month, 2K month, 3K month, $500 a month, $1,000 month, 2K month, $500 a month. Like it was still kind of bouncing around. It still was not as consistent as she wanted it to be. Um, and she wanted to get to the place where she was making six figures in her business. She had a goal of 10K months, which I know a lot of people do. It's this big flashy goal that everybody in the online space wants, but she had this goal of getting to 10K months and she had a reason for that, which we will discuss. And so she was making about two to 3K a month when she came to work with me, but she was still kind of chasing clients. She felt like it was still an uphill battle to sign clients. It wasn't really happening for her easily. And she was still having a lot of on and off months. And along with that, she was getting booked, right? She was signing clients and making money. But when she was signing them, she was signing them at such a low rate that she'd end on end up only signing like two to three clients, but she would end up having a lot of work because of that way more work than she wanted to and like she was being paid way less for that work right so she was kind of struggling with that she was struggling for her client um roster starting to get a little bit more booked and her time being more limited because she didn't really have the time to take on more clients but also she wanted to make more money and she also didn't want to sign clients at this current rate still she was still sort of struggling with that she wanted to sign higher level clients right so she was in the mood for a major life and business upgrade. That's really what she wanted. So that is the scaling scenario that I'm gonna walk you through right now. The title of this scaling scenario is how S grew her web design business from 2K a month to 10K a month with a minimal offer suite. Because like I said, what I wanna focus on in this particular scaling scenario 
is the fact that she was able to grow her business to 10K months. And she was able to do that really simply with like two offers. Really, it was kind of one offer, but she did sell two technically. So we're going to talk about that. So she only sold two offers. It was only one-on-one. -on -one. It was really simple and really easy, not complicated. Her marketing strategy was completely organic. Her sales strategy was also completely organic. And it was just a very simple process for the entire thing. But she was still able to scale to those 10K months. And so that's what I want to point out to you about her story. So let's go ahead and dive into the scaling scenario. So here's how this is going to work every single time I do this. When I work with my clients, there are five key areas that we work on together so that you can start creating results in your business. We get clear on your goals and your priorities. We get clear on your offer and what you're actually selling. We get clear on your marketing strategy, your sales process and sales strategy. And then we look at the back end of your business and your processes to manage everything, right? So I'm going to walk you through all five of these different areas of S and her business and what we did in each of the five areas so that she was able to create this result. When she started working with me, she was at, like I said, about two to three K a month, reasonably consistently, but still a little bit inconsistent here and there. And then after six months together, by the time we hit the end of our contract, she had scaled her business up to making 10 K a month. Now that doesn't mean that in month two, she was automatically making 10 K months. I think it took her just under five, I think it was over four, but under five, maybe like four and a half months to get to that place where she had made 8K for the first time. And then I think in her fifth month, she had her first 10K month. And then she was able to kind of maintain that momentum there on. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to break down exactly how she did that. She was able to do this in about six months and it was so not complicated. So the first thing that we did together to help her achieve this result is we got really clear on her priorities. We got really clear on her business priorities, yes, but we also got clear on her life goals and life priorities. Now, at the time when we started working together, she already had a son. Her and her husband had just moved into a new home. They had a son. Everything was going great. She really wanted to spend time at home with her son and with her husband. She didn't really want to go and work elsewhere. She was working another job. She actually had a physical business that she ran in her country that she was in. Again, I'm trying to be like as vague as possible. Um, she actually had another business that she was running at the time, but she wanted to start to scale back that business and focus all in on her web design business. And so what we decided is her life priorities is were at the time, she wanted to really focus on time freedom. She wanted to focus on scaling back her um, her physical business, her physical store that she had. And she wanted to focus on growing her web, her um, virtual web design business so that she could stay at home more with her child. And she wanted another child. Her and her husband wanted to get pregnant again. And so she also had that on her mind. She was thinking, I don't want to be running to the store and having to work with clients there when I'm pregnant. I want to be able to stay at home and be pregnant and rest throughout my pregnancy and know that money is still coming in and that we are still taken care of as a family, right? So when it came to her life priorities, it was really important to her to have that time freedom. That was probably the number one thing that she cared about. Sometimes I have clients that really want the location freedom and they care about 
having the money to travel and the ability to travel. And sometimes I have clients that all they care about is having a spacious schedule. And that's really what she wanted. A spacious schedule was her main priority. And then based on that, we kind of talked about her business priorities and we figured out that she really wanted to get to a place where she was making 10K months. And the reason is because at that place, if she was making 10K a month and she was able to, after taxes and expenses and everything, make about 50% in profit slash owner's draw, depending on how you do that in your business, because everybody does it differently, right? But she wanted to be able to save and take home at least 50% of that after taxes and business expenses. So that was her kind of border baseline goal, about 10K months with 50% take home pay coming home, right? So that was the first thing we had to do. We had to get really clear on her personal priorities and her business priorities. This is the most important step and this is why it's the first step I do with all of my clients because if you're not clear on your destination, it's harder to build the path there, right? Like if you're trying to drive to New York from Florida, you can figure out how to get there if you know exactly where you're going in New York. You can build the path, you can figure out which highways to take or which ones to avoid. But if you're like, I'm just gonna start driving from Florida and you have no idea where you're going, well, that's gonna be a little bit harder, right? You may not end up in New York, you may end up in California when you really wanted to end up in New York this whole time, right? So it's very much like that. And I know that that's a simplified metaphor, but it's super, super accurate here and super relevant. We have to know our destination, we have to know our goals because from there, it's so much easier to build the strategy around them, right? So that is the first thing we did, got super clear on her priorities. The second thing we did was focus on what we were going to sell to get her to this place. So she really loved designing websites for her clients. She absolutely loved it, it lit her up. She didn't really want to do something like a group program where she was coaching people. She didn't really wanna do coaching at all because I know a lot of people Will transition and I actually did this too when I was a copywriter I started transitioning to coaching people on how to write copy and a lot of service providers do that right maybe you're a graphic designer and eventually you start coaching people on how to make their own graphics but she didn't want to do that she really liked doing the work for her clients and being creative and designing websites so that's what she wanted to keep doing so when we talked about it I was kind of like okay then why would we even bother with a group program because at first she came to me talking about a group program and she was like well let's sell this and I think I'm gonna do this and then I can take this many people and I was like okay but if you don't want to do that if you don't actually want to do a group program then why would we do it right and so we had to figure out a way to get her to those 10k months without doing things that she hated because that's a big philosophy that i believe in i think that in your business you should offer things especially when you are the one doing the client work you should offer things that you actually want to deliver that you actually want to do for your clients right because if you don't want to do them first of all you don't have to it's your business you make the rules but also it's just gonna be harder to serve them and get better results for your clients if you hate the work that you're doing, right? So I think it's always really important to love what you're doing. So when it came to her offer, we decided that she needed to make some hard decisions when it came to her current clients because she had a lot of clients who were at a lower rate than what she wanted to charge. They were demanding way too much from her. She had one crazy client who just kept emailing her all the time and like always wanted revisions and things like that. 
So we had to make some tough decisions. She had to have some conversations with clients where she decided to not continue with them, to let them go, to end their contract early, or if they only did a, a short time together, she decided not to let them renew. She had to let a couple of those clients go because she wanted to make room for a higher level of client. She wanted to make room for high ticket clients who were willing to pay her rates that were appropriate with the work that she was doing, right? And she was much more interested in long-term revenue. And that's something that I talked to her about. And we talked about this really a lot at the beginning of working together. This idea that if she wanted to create that time freedom and she wanted to create those 10K months, well, we don't want her to start over at the beginning of every month. We want her to kind of have the recurring revenue coming in, right? So from the very beginning, we started talking about this idea of switching from one-time packages that she was offering and one-time projects to long-term projects, right? So the first thing we decided to do is to, like I said, have those hard conversations, let a couple of her clients go, decide not to renew with a couple of them. And then we decided to raise her rates and we decided to run a promotion that was saying that she was raising her rates. So this allowed her to scale pretty easily there because we're already we're already adding in the potential for more revenue, right? If you're scaling your prices, if you're raising your prices, now you can take on the same number of people and you're gonna make more money, right? So the first thing we did was raise her prices and then we created two simple offers that worked as a funnel that led into another, one to, into one another so that she could sell. So what we did is created a single session. I think it was a VIP day or something like that. It was, it was a one-time web design project, really like in and out, like you just need me to do one home, one landing page or one this or one that or whatever. And I believe, I don't remember the exact price of it now. Um, it was like less than a thousand dollars, I'm pretty sure, was the intensive. And then what we did is had a longer term package that she upselled into. So people would buy the intensive session, they'd work with her, they'd love her, her websites and what she did for them. And then she'd say, by the way, I offer a longer term package for you, if you're the type of person who you might need landing pages on a regular basis, you have a really big website project that you have coming, you have just a lot of stuff going on in your business, like launch landing page stuff and all that kind of stuff that I can help you with. And it's a longer term package and I also do the tech maintenance on your make on your website and all of that, right? So what her strategy was for her offer was a couple things, right? Like I just said, number one, let go of the clients that were no longer serving her. Number two, raise her prices. And number three, create two different offers that funneled into each other and worked together. One smaller level intensive that she could sell publicly. And then the people that enrolled in that intensive and that she vibed with and that vibed really well with her, then she could upsell them into the longer term package if that is what was a good fit for them at the time, right? So in that way, we gave her two different ways to make income in her business. We gave her the intensive, which was good kind of quick cash flow because if it's something that is a shorter term package, you're not going to have as many objections to it in terms of time because sometimes people object to the length of the package. So it was a little bit easier for her to sell that publicly front facing. And she also wanted some practice selling an offer, right? So she didn't want to go in with a high ticket, like long term offer publicly. So it kind of gave her practice to sell that. And then she behind the scenes would upsell people into a longer one on one package. I don't remember if it was three months or six months, but it was a couple months of web design support. And 
I want to say it was probably like a thousand a month or something like that. So we laid the foundation so that she was really able to hit those 10K months between the intensives and the long-term clients. She was able to get there, right? And she was able to do it entirely on focusing on one-on-one, -on -one, which is what she wanted. I think sometimes we have these, hear these stories where people are like, um, oh, well, once you hit a certain point in your business, once you hit 5K months or 10, 8K months or whatever, you can't do one-on-one -on -one anymore. You have to do groups. You have to do this. And I think that's 100% bullshit. I think you get to do whatever you want to do. And she really wanted to do one-on-one, -on -one, so we built it that way, right? So that's what we focused on in her offer number two. The third thing that we did is simplify the hell out of her marketing strategy. So she was getting clients, right? but she didn't really have a process in place to do it. When I asked her, which I love asking my clients this question whenever we start working together because their answers are so funny. Um, the question I asked was, okay, so if I asked you right now to go get a client, what would you do? Like, what are the exact steps that you would do? And she kind of had a general idea, but she was also like, I don't really know where my clients are coming from because they've kind of just like appeared before me, right? So we had to lay down an actual process. I was like, it's great if people are hopping into your DMs and they wanna work with you, but if that's not happening super consistently right now and it's still kinda like, sometimes people do it, sometimes they don't, we need to adjust your marketing strategy so that we can get to the place where it is happening consistently, right? Where you know that every single week, every single month, you're gonna have people booking calls with you, hopping into your DMs, telling you that they wanna work with you, right? So what we did with her marketing strategy was first of all, think about what that process was. When we actually thought about it and sat down and talked about it, she realized, oh, a lot of my clients are coming from Facebook groups because that's where I spend a lot of my time. She did have an Instagram page, but she wasn't super active on it. And she had signed a client or two from Instagram, but honestly, Facebook was giving her the best results. So we decided why break what's already working? Why not just do it better? right? So what we decided to do was continue on with Facebook groups and her personal Facebook page. And on Instagram, we decided to post a little bit of content every single week, openly pitching her services, openly pitching the free calls, that kind of thing, building the relationships with people. We decided to share some of that content in certain groups strategically. She joined a number of groups. And then we decided to also add in engagement along with the content, because when you do out inbound content marketing and outbound engagement, you get really, really great results, especially when you don't have the audience built up. So that's what we wanted for her, right? We wanted her to get results pretty quickly and we wanted them to be consistent. So we decided to focus on content and conversations on Facebook and Instagram. That was our primary. We weren't doing a lot of complicated stuff like live videos or podcasts. She was mostly just doing posts. She didn't want to do a whole lot of showing up on video at this time. And that was honestly fine. It honestly worked really well, but we made sure in her content to talk about testimonials and show past client projects and show off her beautiful design skills. Right? So like I said, content and convos, that was our main marketing strategy and marketing priority. And that's it. Nothing else. Content and conversation. So, so, so simple, super simple lead gen, right? Then her sales process, the fourth thing that we worked on together was just as simple. What we decided is that she really liked doing sales calls or discovery calls because they ended up working for her because she was felt comfortable on them. She felt like I can better talk to people and communicate them with them face to face than in the DMs or something like that. And because she was newer still, because she wasn't at that place where she had a consistent flow of leads coming in, 
I really wanted her to build that relationships with her audience. And sometimes doing free calls at the beginning of your business is one of the best things you can do because a 30 minute one-on-one -on -one session with somebody, even if it's a free call, even if they don't end up buying, you've built a better relationship with that person than you would have if they had just like seen your post on Instagram. You know what I mean? So we decided that her sales process was going to be the content and the convos on Facebook that lead people into booking a free call with her. And then that free call is what she would use to sell people on the intensive sessions and or the long-term web design support package, right? Most of the time she sold the intensives and then behind the scenes upselled into long-term one-on-one. But sometimes she found people who were the right fit on the first discovery call and who were like, I wanna work with you long-term and she sold them that package, right? That's why it was really helpful for her to have those two offers because she kind of had two things that she could pull out of her back pocket at any time. So that's what her sales process was. It was just free calls and nurturing people and following up with them personally via email or via the DMs, right? And we decided to make her sales process evergreen. So what I mean by that is, Every single week she was offering free calls. Every single week she was trying to book free calls with people and upsell people and like sell people, pitch people um, her intensives and all of that stuff, right? She wasn't doing launches. She wasn't doing a lot of crazy promotions. It was an evergreen, I'm selling this every single week and people are hopping on the calls every single week. That's what we wanted to create for her, right? No launches. She didn't want to do a lot of energy bearing things, especially if she was about to she was thinking about getting pregnant again, right? So we decided not to do that. We didn't do any launches. It was an evergreen sales process of strictly calls. And then the fifth thing, the last thing that we did for her was start figuring out the tasks that she absolutely needed to do and then the things that she could offload onto somebody else. So a lot of what she needed to do was design the website for her clients, right? Nobody else could really do that. That was her job and what she loved doing. But she didn't have to send the invoice to clients. She didn't have to um, send a reminder email when they had an appointment, a Zoom call or something like that, right? She didn't have to publish her posts on social media at a specific time. These are all things that she could hire somebody to do and that's what we decided to focus on. We decided to focus on, first of all, getting clear on exactly what tasks she and only she needed to focus on. Number two, exactly what tasks that she could outsource. Number three, we focused on tightening her systems and making it easier to actually know what needs to be done and how to do it. So as an example, we wrote out a process for, okay, I write the post, then I choose the photo, and then I schedule the post in my whatever software that I'm using, like Hootsuite or whatever, and then it's posted on social media, and then when I post it within the first 30 minutes, I like to go and engage with people and blah, 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 right? We wrote out her whole process for publishing content, creating content, publishing content, and engaging with people. And then we decided that eventually, when she was ready, it didn't we didn't wanna do it right at the beginning, when she started bringing in more cash in her business, having these systems and knowing these tasks was beneficial to us because we wanted to hire somebody out immediately. It was really imperative that she had somebody to help her with all of these different things, especially if she didn't wanna increase her workload like crazy and not be able to have that time freedom because that was the most important thing to her, right? So when it came to her systems, we really focused on kind of tightening up the main tasks that she was doing, writing out the basic systems, the basic processes for what she was doing in her business, and then looking at hiring support, a VA is what we were thinking about, 
as soon as possible, right? So those are the five things that we did with her. To recap, to go from 2K a month to making 10K a month in about six months, what we ended up doing together is number one, we got super clear on her priorities and her business goals and her personal goals and decided that time freedom and making saving over 50%, like taking home 50% of 10K months was important to her. Number two, we decided to sell um, one-off intensives that led into a longer-term one-on-one package and focus on that. And we also decided to raise her rates. Number three, we created a super simple marketing process that was easy to execute and repeatable and kind of fail-proof and that already worked and we just made it better. Number four, we decided to focus on an evergreen sales process that was free calls. So her content and her convos led into free calls and it was evergreen, there was no launching, right? And then number five, we got clear on those systems, we started prioritizing tasks, and we started figuring out a way to outsource all of that stuff, right? So those are the five things that we did together. And that is what allowed her to scale her business to those 10K months. Now, I wanna pick, put a really big disclaimer here, which I really shouldn't have to say out loud, but I'm going to anyway. While we worked together and while I was her coach, 100% of this result is her her doing 100% of the time. I always say that any results that my clients get are 100% on them. I definitely help facilitate the process. I definitely help with the strategy, right? But the thing is that we could have decided all of this stuff. We could have decided her priorities and her offer and her marketing strategy, and she couldn't have done any of it. She could have decided, I don't feel like marketing my business today. I don't feel like selling intensives, right? The only reason she was able to actually take what we decided together, these five things, and get to those 10K months is because she implemented them, right? She actually took what we planned and she put it into motion and she took the action. So I wanna leave you with that disclaimer. I hope that this scaling scenario has been really helpful for you. I really love it. I'm definitely gonna love doing this series. Um, I hope it kind of gives you a behind the scenes, a breakdown of what's possible behind results like this, right? And I just wanna leave you with that reminder that it's 100% on you and it's 100% possible for you to create results like this in your business. But there's a difference between creating the plan and implementing the plan, right? And implementing the plan is always the most important thing. So. That is what I want to leave you with today in this live episode, in this podcast episode. I am going to go hop off and probably drink some more chai. And um, there is a new episode of We Crashed available on Apple TV right now. And I'm going to go watch that. I've been a little bit obsessed with this series. If you have, if you've been following the WeWork disaster, if you were following it in the news, I highly recommend watching the series. It's been good so far. Uh, and I'm going to go do that and enjoy the rest of my night. I hope you love this scaling scenario. And I will be on a little bit later, probably next week, sometime with another podcast episode. But before I go, just a reminder, I'm teaching a live class on Wednesday, April 6th. So go click the link in the show notes, in the comments below. Go to www.breathyserene.co slash class and sign up for that. And I will see you there.
Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Coaching with Preeti podcast. If you liked what you heard in today's show and you feel like you know that other people would get value from it, I would absolutely love it if you would share the show on social media, share it with all of your business owner friends, and I would also love it if you would go ahead and write a review, whether you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, so that other people know that it's a show that they want to tune into. And I also want to give you a quick reminder, which is that if you right now are making money in your business and signing clients and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you and I need to have a conversation. We may be the perfect fit to work together one-on-one as coach and client. So in order to see how we vibe, I would love it if you would click the link in the show notes and go to my website, www.breathyserene.co and go ahead and book a complimentary coaching call with me where we can talk all about your business, get clear on your goals, get clear on what challenges you currently have and figure out your roadmap to success together. So go ahead and do that. And I'm so grateful you listened to today's episode and I can't wait to see you in the next one.